Joining me on the phone, I have uh, Michael Menzies, who is part of uh, a very special commemoration service that is happening. Now, by service, I'm actually talking train service. So, uh, good morning to you, Michael. Yeah, Jonathan, how are you? Not too bad at all. Thank you for uh, taking time out today to have a chat. That's okay. It's pretty significant that... uh Yesterday, the 27th of July, it was 140 years since the first passenger train arrived in Colac. It took them a couple of years to build the railway from Geelong to Colac back in the 1870s, but it finally arrived in uh, July 1877. And so there's uh, some significant uh, miles that have been travelled all uh, since then. Certainly have. And so uh, today we've got... Uh, a couple of special train rides that are happening to commemorate that 140 years. Uh, the first one being a, a Colac service, and then later in the afternoon, uh, a Beery trip as well. That's right. We've bought a little old 1930 vintage. Um, it's a self-propelled rail car um, built in 1930 with all the old varnish timberwork inside and a couple of GM diesel engines in it. And it will be departing from Colac Station at 1.20 for a trip it'll travel for about 30 minutes towards Camperdown it won't God, we'll get to about as far as we write and and uh, then back to Colac by 25 past 2 and that's $30 a, a, a suit yep so a, a great uh, way to kind of step back in time yes yes so um, it's actually we, we've hired the little train to bring a group of people down from Melbourne and Geelong to have a Christmas uh, lunch in the railway station at Birrigurra, which is oh, okay. sort of the main the main project the group looks after is the the old Birrigurra railway station. So while the while the lunch guests are enjoying their roast uh, lunch in front of the open fire in the station, the um, the train can do this little ride for uh, the local people at Colac, and then it's doing one later in the afternoon at um, Birrigurra. But I think that's almost booked out. I, I was going to say seats are probably limited at this stage. Yes. The significance of the 140 years uh, is, is quite a milestone. Um, what sort of uh, uh, changes has the, the railway seen over the years? Oh, well, it, um, at the time that the railway opened, it was pretty slow journey by Cobb and Co coach to Geelong, and it was pretty well impossible for anyone to, um, to uh, send any produce any distance. So it was mainly just... Um, you know, sort of sheep and cattle grazing and people could send their wool off once a year on a wagon to Geelong usually and bring some supplies back. Uh, but once the rail transport was there and you could get goods to Geelong and Melbourne and Ballarat in uh, you know, sort of half a day, well, it's helped open up agricultural areas out around Biak and around Colac and later on as they built a few more railway lines into the Otways and so forth, it enabled the sawmilling industry to really get going in the Otways. And take off, yep. It's really uh, been built on the, the back of the train lines. Well, that's right. And then the last railway in the district to open was um, from Colac out to Elvey in the 1920s, and that was so uh, they could um, yeah, up the, uh, particularly the production of onions yes, um, yep. to uh, to get them to market because they used to send you know, almost trainloads of onions out at times of the year from Elvey and Corarook and Caragalac into uh, Colac and up to the markets in Melbourne. So it was um, pretty big business. It's you know, died off in the last couple of decades, but there's a resurgence in rail freight around Australia now anyway, and um, there's certainly potential there for more freight to go from from Colac, and uh, there's currently container freight goes from Warrnambool to the docks every night, and 
there's potential to uh, to move a lot more freight from beyond Colac and Colac itself to the wharves and further afield. And the passenger numbers are just increasing because in, uh, increasingly people uh, uh, get fed up with trying to drive a car all the way into Melbourne yep. and they can't park it anyway. So yep. um, Might as well make use of the public services. transport, yep. Yep. So uh, we've you know, now got, what, four trains a day on the weekdays and three on the weekend, so it's a fairly usable service and um, a lot of people are using it. And just, yeah, tying it into their uh, daily routine. Yeah, and we're still trying to get a, the occasional sort of heritage train. This one um, is, a, is a diesel one, but um, we're also working to try and get um, the potential to run some steam trains to Colac and Camperdown uh, in the years ahead because there's potential to bring a lot of tourists into the area mm, and uh, yeah. you know, promote the, the food and wine and the scenery and all the other attractions of the district, and that all spins off into extra dollars and employment. Down the in line. the region. And, uh, yeah, it won't be too long before it's 150 years. <laughs> well, that's right, yes. And uh, we organised some celebrations for the Melbourne Geelong Railway for its 150th, and it's a bit hard to realise that that's uh, 10 years ago now. That was <laughs> 1857, so yep. it only seems like a couple of years ago we organised that, so we thought we'd make a, big, a bit of song and dance for 140 years at, um, of the railway to Colac at it, um, it opened as far as Winchelsea in November 1876 and the, the, the construction was supposed to be finished by December that year but the contractors were running a bit behind time because they had a lot of wet weather and mm-hmm. difficulties and yep. uh, so they opened the railway to Winchelsea ahead of the contract date and then to Birigara in March 1877 so they were about six weeks, six or eight weeks late opening it to Birigara and sort of about uh, nearly seven months late opening it to... Um, to Colac, but you look at the recent duplication of the the, the freeway uh, as far as Winterstone, that took a couple of years to build. And That's right. behind, I think that was about a year behind yes. time. So yep. when you look, they built the entire railway from Geelong, including the big tunnel near Cadinia Park and in the bridge over time. the Barwon River. I think in about two and a half years is pretty amazing with um, basically just horses and some basic scoops. And Well, that's right, yeah, with the the lack of uh, techno- technological advancement that we have these yeah, days. Yeah, well, a, a horse and scoop to shift some of the earthworks was about it and the rest was pretty well all hard physical labour. And yep. That was one of the reasons that they were a bit, um, bit delayed because they had trouble getting uh, some of the timber out of the forest for the bridges and so forth because of the wet conditions. Right, there you go. Well, uh, but it's there and it's served yeah. the community for 140 years now. <laughs> and people can uh, celebrate it today by uh, jumping yeah. aboard the uh, the Heritage Train. Yep. So and uh, I'll come out and have a look at it. Yeah, fantastic. We'll stick all those details up on the uh, 9 to 1 Facebook page. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much this morning uh, for having a chat, Michael. Okay, thanks, Jonathan. And if people want some other detail too, there's some on there's a Birigara station facebook page as well we'll uh, we'll link all those details in yep yeah, yeah. thanks very much no problem at all thanks jonathan bye